You're listening to the Counter Culture Mom Show. Our kids are under fire every day with the media and pop culture persuading them to give up their faith and Christian values. Stay tuned now as former Hollywood actress and pop culture expert Tina Griffin helps you counter these messages and safely navigate today's pop culture chaos. U.S. life insurance companies have reported an overwhelming and unexplainable increase in all-cause deaths among 18 to 49-year-olds. Along with that, there's also been an increase in certain medical diagnoses such as miscarriages and Bell's palsy. Well, when I first started seeing these, this, these strange anomalies in the blood, it's just there's something different about the blood. All of these people that were dying, doesn't matter what they died of, they were having this unique... Uh, there's this unique change in the blood. I feel as though I am seeing something that could be causing their death. No one will see what I see. So in the very beginning, I'm thinking, okay, so COVID could have caused this possibly, but now I'm seeing these in people that supposedly never had COVID. And then you find out they were vaccinated. And so it's like, okay, so it's the vaccine might be causing this. There are several outspoken, first-hand knowledgeable experts that are uncovering the dark truth about what's happening in people's blood. John O'Looney has been a funeral director of 16 years, running his own funeral home. He is exposing what is actually happening with COVID deaths in his own backyard. He has personally seen several very suspicious deaths in nursing homes, which is largely confirmed by an amnesty report. He believes the vaccines are more dangerous than COVID-19, and what he is most afraid of is the controlled exercise by the authorities in charge. And I greatly second that. I'm Tina Griffin. This is a very serious topic we are addressing this week on the Counterculture Mom Show. The information you will hear is life-saving, so share it. Died Suddenly is our theme, and there's no better guest to address the seriousness of this mass murder plot than funeral director John O'Looney. John, thank you so much for tuning in today, being our guest here all the way from the UK. Uh, you're most welcome. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. You are saving lives, and I know it sounds ironic, but you're saving lives right there as a coroner. You have so much information to share with us. Your job consists from the first phone call to announce that someone has died in your location there to the day of the funeral and even beyond. John, yes. yeah. what have you seen as a funeral director pertaining to the COVID-related deaths over the last couple of years? Well, initially, um, it was the great lie. Um, throughout 2020, they were um, just relabeling every death as a COVID death. There were no COVID deaths. Um, so in March, uh, February, March time of 2020, I took a phone call from a guy called John. He told me he worked for a, a company called, uh, I believe it was Pandemic Resilience. He said it was government sponsored and his job was to call all of the funeral directors in the area. And this was very early on in COVID. So I kind of had no reason to disbelieve him. I sure. hadn't quite sussed the lie then, you know. So he said, um, my job, I'm going to call you every Monday and I'm going to ask you several questions. The first one of those was um, how many could I hold in the funeral home capacity wise? I told him. And then he said, how many have you picked up? Where from and how many are COVID? So this guy would call every Monday and he would get those figures. And the, um, he told me that was to collate the COVID response, you know. Um, so I was happy to give him that information. Why would you not? You know, right. you kind of feel like you're doing your bit. Right. So straight away, this guy started steering me. Um, and it 
felt really uncomfortable. And um, because he was, I knew that he was going to call me and ask these questions. I was making extra effort as a funeral director and as a decent human to get the right information to pass on to him about each individual death. So, for example, he, I would say to him, I picked up a guy from a care home. The guy had been there five years. He had onset dementia. Um, the staff confirmed this when I picked him up. There was no doctor in attendance um, because we were told that we were protecting the NHS. So they'd stopped attending deaths. There was no COVID test done. I've spoke to his family as well. Mm -hmm. They confirmed he had onset dementia and he'd been there five years and it was a dementia death. The guy was in the classic kind of fetal position, you know, um, that dementia cases are. Through experience, I've seen this. Um, he would insist straight away this was a COVID death. Oh, wow. I, I kind of well, I kind of said to him, well, um, you know, it pissed me off a bit to be honest because I was making the effort to find out the real, the real, the accurate information, and I said to him, well, why is that? And he said, well, this particular facility, we've heard there was one COVID death in there, so we've been instructed to relabel every death as a COVID death, and this wow. is a 350 bed facility, so wow. of course you can imagine if they're going to do that, these people are dying in there regularly. If everyone is labelled a COVID death, by the end of 2020, that means there are significant COVID-labelled deaths. And this happened, and, and, and it was very interesting because here in the UK, the vast majority of funerals that we do here are cremation. They're not burial. So maybe one in 10 is burial, and that's largely down to, uh, for example, Catholics, West Indians, Africans, the Muslims. They like to be buried. Everyone else, which probably represents 90%, of the population tend to go for cremation. So yeah. if you have the cremation numbers, it's a fair illustration of the death rate. Now, mm -hmm. they used to publish the cremation numbers and they don't anymore. They were pulled pretty quickly because they realized that it was proof of what people like me were saying. So in wow. 2020, there was 75 less cremations locally at the local crematorium than there was in 2019. Okay, why do you, can, I, I think, I believe, I know the answer to this. Why was that? Uh, because there just wasn't the death rate. There was no increase in death rate at all. All they did, they couldn't fabricate a death rate. There was a brief blip in March and April, exclusively in care homes, and that, I suspect, was due to overuse of midazolam. So what they did, they euthanized, euthanized the elderly in care homes, transferred them from hospitals to care homes, and, and put them to sleep. You know, and uh, unfortunately, a lot of these were people that didn't have COVID. A lot of these are people that weren't dying, but they just, I believe they were murdered. Um, and there's, there's, so there's, for those that are not aware, midazolam is a drug that's primarily used in um, the care home environment. It's also one of the drugs used in the cocktail over, um, in some states have the death penalty and it's by lethal injection. It's one of the drugs used in that cocktail of drugs. Um, and it's like a really heavy duty sedative. So in um, care homes, you've got dementia patients, Alzheimer's patients. They're physically very fit, but their mind has gone. And gone are the days where we tie them to the bed. They do it chemically and they do it with this drug, midazolam, that sedates them. Now, there's a set amount of this particular drug that's been purchased historically just for the number of care homes they are. And yet in 2020, the procurement of this drug went up between 300 and 1,000%. And it's all been used. Oh, you know, my yeah. word. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so, so a lot of these places are council run. It's public money. So they have to publish the accounts. 
and you can put a freedom of action, uh, freedom of information request in, and you can get, for example, if you contacted your local health authority wow. and said, I'd like to see um, the procurement for the last five years of midazolam, they have to give you that and they can't lie. Um, and, and it's gone up, you know, up to a thousand percent in summer and they've used it all. This is just so, so I, I, I well, want I want to add to the mix on your Twitter feed. And I just jumped on board to follow you here. John yeah. O'Looney, everybody on Twitter, you had this very eye opening post about the covid jab rollout beginning in February of uh, 2021. Can you explain the skyrocketing number of people with the jabs and what this graph is telling us? Yeah, so that tells you that people, um, and I can tell you who the people were. So in 2020, there was no increase in death rate. There was a brief blip in March and April exclusively in care homes. Um, but I, I kind of knew we were doing funerals and there was no increase in death rate those couple of three weeks aside for the whole year. So they uh, here locally, they rolled out the jabs on January 6th in 2021. And I openly predicted and said to a number of people, I said, you watch the death rate soar. The moment they put needles in arms and it yep. did, it went through the roof, through the roof. And do you know who was dying? Vaccine recipients. They were yes. dying, dropping down dead, sometimes as quickly as 90 minutes after being vaccinated. Oh, and, my uh, gosh. Yeah, yeah there was, it was undeniable, undeniable. And I would estimate the death rate was around three times the norm. So it was misery. It was misery because the infrastructure... Uh, in the funeral industry and the mortuaries isn't geared up to take that amount of deaths, but they needed a pandemic death rate. So yep. those that were most vulnerable, those expected to die, were the ones that were given the jab first. And so when they died, no one barely blinked and they just said it was COVID and everyone believed it and everyone started getting frightened. Uh, um, but I kind of knew, I knew then. Uh, yep. And of course, when people were frightened, they're running to get the shot, thinking that it's a virus floating around when in reality, yeah, the shot was what's killing them. It's doing two things. One is, is killing. And then yes. the second thing is, is damaging and maiming people. So they then become more vulnerable and they clamor to get more protection. <laughs> Which you, is the you very thing. Yeah, you couldn't make it up. No, it's the very thing that's actually killing them. It's so deceptive. Yeah. We are both on the yeah. same page, and I know many people watching this program right now are absolutely waking up to what's going on, or they might have been I, like us, I, knowing I on the front. I pray to God they listen to what I'm saying, yes. because um, otherwise they're going to willingly jump over the cliff. That's that's exactly it. No one jump over a cliff. We're going to be back to hear more from John right after this of what he's finding in the people that weren't cremated that are landing up on his front doorstep. The public education system is a burning building, but our children don't have to be trapped in the flames of anti-God, anti-American, and anti-freedom agendas. Rescue your children today. My Father's World can help. With a Bible-centered complete curriculum for preschool through high school, My Father's World returns the focus to God, family, community, and patriotism. Join the nearly 250,000 families who have already escaped public education through homeschooling. My Father's World can also help you bring real education reform to your community with a micro school or Christian school. Visit mfwbooks.com Fortina or scan the QR code for more information and get your special offer. That's mfwbooks.com forward slash the number four Tina for homeschool, micro school and preschool. My Father's World is your solution. Hi, this is Kevin Sorbo, and I want to introduce you to Equipping the Persecuted and their important work in Nigeria. The mission of Equipping the Persecuted is as the name states. 
to equip our brothers and sisters in any way that we can. People in Nigeria are suffering at the hand of terrorists for their faith in Jesus. Sadly, very little is being done to create a lasting solution. That's where we step in. Our goal is to protect, rebuild, and strengthen families in both body and spirit. We are prepared with the resources necessary to respond after an attack. We provide medical aid, food, and a team to pray and comfort victims. Our persecuted brothers and sisters need your help. Take action today with a monthly gift of $20 or more at equippingthepersecuted.org. That's equippingthepersecuted.org. Thank you for your time. If you don't currently receive our newsletter with the latest pop culture news to keep your kids in check, you are missing out. Just go to counterculturemom.com and click on the button at the top of the page that says sign up for our newsletter. You will get a quick glimpse at the shows that were released the previous week and how to safely navigate media now that you've got the latest, greatest tech gadget for your kids this Christmas. Let's keep them protected together. Positive entertainment options are also given in our updates. Just go to counterculturemom.com, click on the button, sign up for our newsletter. All right, everybody, we are back with John. He just showed me something in a, in a test tube that's just jaw-dropping. John, tell us what you're finding in the people that are dead landing up on your doorstep that don't choose the cremation route and you are dissecting and looking into what's happening with their blood. And these are the people, once again, that got the shot. Yeah, so there are two uh, basic routes that we go down with funerals. One is cremation, one is burial, and we're finding it obviously in in both of these these people. Obviously, with the cremation, the body's destroyed, so the evidence is gone. Um, but there are two types of death. You've got a sudden death, uh, which is where the coroner gets involved, and they do what's called a post mortem to open someone up to have a look at them. Now we're seeing unprecedented numbers of people dying from heart attacks and strokes. And we're seeing very aggressive, sudden cancers in people that have been vaccinated. And they're coining the term here, turbo cancer. Oh. So we used to get families come in uh, pre-COVID and they'd um, lost someone for cancer. And you kind of get to know them and you say, you know, what happened with mum? And they would tell you. And their cancer story would be a three, four, five year story. Now we're getting people that are coming in dying from cancer six weeks 12 oh. weeks, eight, eight weeks from start to finish. They're presenting at oh. stage four. Um, and these are all been vaccinated, every one of them. Oh. So um, one of the things we've seen that have troubled us the most um, was we were struggling to embalm people. And we, initially I thought it was the, the pump, the embalming pump that perhaps needed servicing. It transpired that it wasn't. Um, and these people are all blocked up. And we see this in people that have had a post-mortem. So we've had uh, a young man of particularly, um, that springs to mind, was a young, young guy of 30. He died suddenly. He'd had a post-mortem. And during the process, they take the organs out. They take blocks and slides and they look at someone. And then they put these organs back in a bag and the bag goes back in the cavity. The cavity is sewn up. Now, obviously, that's compromised someone's circulatory system because they cut through the arteries in the veins when they remove the organs. So we use that circulatory system when we embalm. So in order to embalm someone that's had a post-mortem, you have to take you know, the stitching and you take that bag of organs out and you manually target the severed arteries and veins in the body cavity. Um, and upon doing so, we could see physical obstructions, obstructions in them. And um, my embalmers pulled this out. Well, he actually called me in and he said, look at this. And he pulled these obstructions out. And this is an example of what is inside oh. the, 
My. So I don't know if you how good you can see it there. This particular sample came from a 31 year old woman. Um, yeah, the the photos that I sent earlier are from a 30 year old lad. Um, so I kind of, you know, I've been a, a funeral director a long time. And I contacted my local coroner's office and said, Look, we found this. This is really troubling. Yeah, this is where they're washed off initially. So the ones that were on the tray are as they came out. Then they're put into a bucket and washed off, and then they end up in the test tubes in that kind of order. Um, so I kind of expressed my concern. They, um, I, I was hoping for a paper trail, but they rang me a couple of days later. They wouldn't email me about wow. it. Um, so, so, they said, so she said she'd spoken to the pathologist, and he wasn't concerned. Actually suggested that this grows post-mortem. So when you die, these things grow inside your heart. You know when you're like, what? No. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. so you've never seen this before. Never. The COVID never. I shot. I, you know, I wouldn't have any concerns if I'd seen it before. It'd be something that I'd always seen. I've and never you, seen anything like this. I've got a BIE registered in Barmer who's never seen this. He's done 20 years. Wow. Um, yeah. Okay, what exactly is it and how does the shot cause that? I really don't know the science behind it. I know that there are a certain amount of youngsters that die every year. It's a very small amount. And that amount has gone through the roof and they all have one thing in common. They've been vaccinated, yep. all of them. Um, so, so the science behind there was a very interesting article in the Epoch Times um, that was an analytical breakdown uh, of these things. Basically, very different amounts of things that are contained in regular blood, but in very different, like a very different mixture. For example, there's quite a bit of iron in blood, um, but very little in these clots. They're not normal blood clots. And, um, you know, anticoagulants, heparin is the one we use mostly. In, yeah, it's not going to work on this. These are like calamari. They come out in one piece. You couldn't pull a clot out of someone because they're like jello. They fall to bits. But these are not. These are like a solid rubbery um, growth. Uh, and when I open people up, some people have got arteries like cattle. They're huge, like my finger. Other sure. people have got an, an artery like a ballpoint pen. They all work, you know, but there's a broad spectrum of artery size. So my suggestion is this, is, is if, if you grow this white stuff inside you particularly quickly as a jab recipient and your arteries are particularly narrow, you're going to fall over first. Absolutely. That, yeah, of course. That's why we're seeing some of these um, – you know, pro athletes, American footballers. Um, yes. Falling over and dying in oh record numbers. Oh my gosh, because they're healthy and, they're, and their um, arteries are thinner. Unbelievable. Okay. Yeah. Do you believe that COVID vaccines are more dangerous than the virus itself? I believe you said yes. That's hands down yes. 110%. I'd, I'd much rather, um, they're never going to ever, I can tell you as a man handling the dead, and I've washed and dressed all these people, I've never worn a mask over my dead body will I ever consider taking one, ever. I see who is dying. You know, it's 30-year-olds, 20-year-olds, people that weren't at risk anyway. Absolutely. Um, who have been frightened and coerced and bullied and threatened and blackmailed and you're protecting your mum. You can't work. You can't travel. It's based totally on lies, the whole thing. And COVID was never, ever, uh, the vaccines were never about COVID. COVID was about the vaccines. You are so right on. A certification of vaccine ID, that's what COVID stands for. They yeah, wanted to get everyone tr tracked, chipped, and dead, basically. And any of yeah, the people 100%. that survived.
it, it's so such a, a plot from the pit of hell because you have people now that are against each other because some people decide not to get the shot and the people that are getting sick are saying hey you're causing us to get sick which doesn't make any sense because we aren't the ones getting sick that didn't get the oh, shot okay. and didn't you, have to you're, wear you're, a you're, not, you're not gonna die because i didn't have mine it, yeah and, it, and it's they played a very crafty game of divide and conquer haven't they because yes it's a numbers game. so yes. they split us up but i'm I, as a funeral director i half of the calls i take now are from very angry people doctors <laughs> nurses police officers politicians you wouldn't believe the people that have got in touch with me you know Be why why is that i don't i really don't know do they i think they see the sincerity and they know i'm on the cold face yes it's undeniable it's undeniable so um I would, uh, again, I just can't be complicit in, in um, genocide and murder. Mm -hmm. I'm not going uh, to, my, my direct debits are not more important than your family. Oh, hello, John, you're, you're fantastic. You're a hero. And everyone watching this episode right now, I'm telling you, we have four fantastic guests on this week talking about exactly what's going on with this died suddenly tie with the COVID vaccine, which we have been calling at our team here biohazard weapons since day one, since day one of the court. Yes, yeah. that's exactly what it is. But just know that we have protocol for how to help your body if you did get the shot, uh, did get any boosters. Don't take them from here on out. John, when we come yeah, back... Please, please forward those protocols to me because I get a lot of people asking me and I'm an undertaker. I'm not a doctor, you know? Absolutely. I'm going to be sending them your direction, John, and more from John on how we can move forward now that the bomb has been dropped and people are waking up right after a short word from our sponsors. What was the last thing you put on your skin? Did you know that it entered your bloodstream in less than 30 seconds? Hi, I'm Deborah, and while recovering from cancer, I discovered that many ingredients in the most trusted skincare brands are toxic. So after a decade of research and development, my daughter and I created something that was safe for me to use and actually worked. We launched Givederm, a skincare line that's pure enough for newborn babies, yet powerful enough for the manliest of men, and effective enough for women concerned about anything from breakouts to aging. Our one-of-a-kind line will nourish your skin with natural, organic, and non-GMO ingredients like turmeric, pineapple, exotic mushrooms, French green clay, saffron, and even raw honey. And all of our products are proudly made right here in the USA. Just go to Givederm.com and enter discount code TINA at checkout to save 10% off your order. That's TINA for 10% off. The next time you put something on your skin, make sure you give a derm. The International Labor Organization recently reported the number of people trafficked globally has risen from 40 million to 50 million in the last five years. Most are women and children bought, sold, or traded into sex trafficking. Rescue One Global, a faith-based nonprofit, answered the call to fight for those enslaved in the U.S., Thailand, and the Philippines. Their mission is to prevent the victimization of at-risk populations, rescue those trapped, and restore survivors through their multiple global recovery initiatives, including providing emergency shelter and residential programs. Rescue One has served nearly 800 survivors from newborn to the elderly and provided over 14,000 therapeutic services because of faithful partners like you. To make your tax-deductible gift, text TINA to 44321. That's TINA to the number 44321. Let's rescue more lives together. All right, everybody. During commercial break, I'm at the edge of my seat because John, funeral director, he's seen it the last couple of years with COVID, all the deaths. But particularly, you mentioned baby child deaths. It's ripping my heart yeah. out. I, my kids here in Nashville 
have been very concerned because they know the truth about these shots. Obviously, they have mom here blasting the truth to the masses at local um, freedom rallies. But their friends on our street are getting these shots, and they're really nervous. I have some neighbor kids that, that it puffs up right where the shot was inserted. But it goes a lot more sinister than that. Tell us what you're seeing with the children and the babies that are getting the shot by you. So, so there are uh, two ways of, of cre- conducting a poll. One is to kill people off. The other one is to sterilize the young. That's what they're doing. They're sterilizing the young. Yes. Um, that was talked about at the meeting with Sir Graham. He knew. He knew. He's, he's, he was ashen. So, so um, we're seeing a growing number of children uh, and youngsters coming in. Um, it's very interesting because it used to be a case of people would lose a child and usually, you know, they're stillborn or, or very young or premature. Not very often, though, but, but we're now hearing of numbers that are unprecedented. There's a funeral director called Wesley that's talked about this. And if you do um, a search for funeral director Wesley and baby deaths, you'll find his interview. It's easy to find on Google. He's talked about that some time ago. There's also a Dr. Luke McLinden in Australia who um, has flagged up an alarming decrease in baby um, uh, miscarriages in vaccinated women. So the regular miscarriage rate in his area in in, um, women is between 5 and 14%. Um, In vaccinated mothers, it was riding at 74%. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so three-quarters of the mothers that were vaccinated were losing their babies. The ones that are being born are being born prematurely, and they're being born small and underweight. Like I said earlier, John O'Looney, definitely want to check out his Twitter page. He has great charts, excellent video footage, everything to show you exactly what's going on not just in America, but around the globe with these COVID chaotic deaths. Thank you so much for blowing this open wide and far. People don't see what you see and we need to know about it. You are a hero in my book. Keep up the excellent work. Thanks for joining us for the Counterculture Mom Show with your host, Tina Griffin. For over two decades, Tina has traveled the globe exposing how pop culture is glamorizing harmful behaviors without showing the consequences and how these messages are wreaking havoc on today's youth. Through radio, TV, podcasts, and our app, Counterculture Ministries is reaching millions every week with a biblically-based message for hope for today's teens and their parents. But we can't do that without your faithful prayer and financial investment. If you appreciate the ministry of Tina and Counterculture Ministries, would you prayerfully consider a generous gift right now? We have a donor matching dollar for dollar. You can give securely online by visiting counterculturemom.com or by texting the word DONATE to the number 55444. That's counterculturemom.com or text the word DONATE to the number 55444. Every dollar is doubled. If you love this show, you can stay up to date on the latest critical issues affecting your family by catching all of our weekly episodes with resource links, signing up for our e-newsletter, and downloading our Counterculture Mom app, where you get timely pop culture alerts. Visit counterculturemom.com for more details. And be sure to join us next week for another edition of the Counterculture Mom Show with Tina Griffin, where we are rewriting Hollywood script for our kids. 